Warning, this chapter of Distance Nerding was recorded live, which means there may be strong language, unsuitable for children, and unusual humor, which may be unsuitable for everyone who claims to be human. Parental discretion is advised. Distance Nerding. I want to add something real quick before we head into the breakdown. But we got the weird graphic going, so we're just going to leave the the weird graphic. This is how you... What? Are open to directing a James Gunn DC film. The who? The Dapper Brothers? Russo. Russo. Oh, yeah. They did mention that today. And then James also mentioned that he finished the script for Superman Legacy. Yeah. Oh, that's right. You were going to mention that. Yeah. And uh, he's going into pre-production. Yeah. yeah, They just started pre-production for that. But yeah, the Russo Brothers. You know, I think it would be good i think they would do, they want to do batman and robin right the batman also batman or whatever they're yes it. i could see them doing a batman film i think they're calling it the brave and the bold yeah the, yeah, brave, the brave and the bold. bold yeah okay but yeah and i could see that yeah, weird, yeah i think that'd be good but you know this is coming off of them doing uh everything everywhere all at once the Daniels they, they were a thing? part of that oh they oh, okay cool i didn't know that yeah when i was watching the credits for that i'm like the russo brothers that That's makes awesome. sense uh-huh. multiverse stuff yeah oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. they probably are Oh, it's coming together. Oh my gosh. Is everything everywhere all at once official canon in the MCU? I think it is. Oh my gosh. You <laughs> You're going kids. nuts. <laughs> that would be kind of crazy if they overlapped it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think. They're like, that's why Michelle Yeoh has been, you know, was a guardian of the galaxy and <laughs> right Shang's aunt. <laughs> it's like, okay. Well, what is that on? Every everything was that by Paramount? That was by A twenty four. Yeah. Um, I don't know where it is right now. Like, um, I think, I think it's, it's on Amazon. Peacock. I love that we said two totally different platforms. <laughs> I know it's not on Disney Plus. Yeah, That's not the on thing, Disney. though. It's not Disney. It's on Sling right now. Paramount Plus, Showtime, Hulu, two different. I'm ones. just gonna have you keep looking, and we all are kind of quiet while this graphic keeps going. <laughs> Because it's I think this is the excellent graphics. Been this is just the perfect graphic to do stuff yeah. on. That's awesome. Oh my goodness! All right, well, let's. You know what? I we, we gotta talk about the Mandalorian. We have to. Have so to. It, I think we we talk about. Okay, I'm calling an audible. I, I said we're gonna do both episodes yeah. six and seven. Uh-huh. I say we just do six. Okay. And we leave seven so we can cover seven and eight. I just have a feeling they're they're gonna get smushed together. You know, is like one arc. Whereas like yeah, but I have a prediction. See if there's. Oh. Oh graveyard. Goodness. Bye, gravy. Bye, gravy train. All right, let, let's let's crunch through it. Let's crunch through it and see what happens. Let's crunch through. It. Yeah. Okay. But then that, we don't get to talk about uh Robo Grogu. Yeah. See that. Yeah. Oh, you guys see <laughs> this is what makes it hard. Well, let's the, let's the... just go into it because I think the guns for hire one. I think that one's not going to be as true. Uh, okay. Let's go because let's there's not as it. much to it. So I think right. Let's just do it. Then. Okay. Uh, season three, episode six, guns for hire, the most recent episode of Amanda. Lorian titled Guns for Hire. It took Din Jaren and Poe, po, Bo Katan, and Grogu on a campy side quest on the independent planet of Plazer 15. It's here that Bo was looking f- to negotiate with her former compatriots and convince them to rejoin the cause of retaking Mandalore. I, you know what's funny? Uh, you know, the next question I'm going to ask you guys is like, what were you expecting out of this? I did not see this episode no. coming at all. No, uh-uh. no. This was a definite swerve. I was, oh. I was happy with 
with it. I actually really liked it, but I was like, hmm, I did not think we were going to do this. Uh huh. So. Cam, what were you thinking when, when this came up? Well, so one of the things I thought was very interesting. Okay. This was the episode with uh, Jack Black and Lizzo, right? Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's just, it's been too, it's, you know, too much stuff between now and that last, and that episode. Um, I thought it was interesting that they have an Imperial ship. Which they stole. Which, yeah. Which oh, they oh stole, the Mandalorians. But they're yeah, using yeah. it to throw off everybody thinking that it's still an Imperial ship, but it's all the Mandalorians. Well, I don't know. I mean, they, they did paint the underside of it. with The, the underside. But, the you know, when you can't see that when it's on the uh, radar. Yeah, that's true. It I just comes know, up as an Imperial fleet. Yeah, it's brilliant. People don't mess with them. There you go. Did you notice the, uh, the callback to A New Hope, the very beginning yeah. of A New Hope, mm. where it was like this little ship and then the, you know, star the big, or whatever. yeah. And I'm it like, was just oh, funny because yeah. it was Which, like fun they fact. did it but twisted it. They yeah. flipped it, you know? Yeah. So it was kind of cool. The the uh the the uh kid that they're trying to abduct back. Uh-huh. Tom Holland's little That's brother. Harry Holland. Yeah. Tom Holland's <laughs> younger brother. Wait, what? Yeah. yeah. He was the was he, he the was octopus the, or the No, the Mon Calamari. He Mon was Calamari. The, the Calamari dude. Yeah. Wow. That's a yeah. weird that's so a weird this, one. This episode just was Stacked. It was like cast. I think they were like, "Oh, you want to be in the Mandalorian? Here, we're putting everybody in this episode." I know, and then and then you've got uh Christopher Lloyd, mm-hmm. you know. But be- before that, I I you know when we were talking about the Mon Calamari and what are they called? Corin, 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 Corin. I think yeah. I thought yeah. that was interesting because that was like a Clone Wars callback, mm-hmm. like that mm-hmm. whole mm-hmm. like you know warring species, almost like mm-hmm. a, and then it ended up being almost like a Romeo and Juliet type thing, like yeah. Well, you, you know. His together. dad was the, the prince from the Clone Wars. So he was the one that uh. became the king. And uh. then... See, this is why we bring you on. That's good <laughs> knowledge. It's That's just layers. Cool. Just layers on layers. Okay. He might be Let- his grandpa. No, it hasn't been that long. Because all that happened, what, 30 years? And the Clone no, Wars, this yeah. this is after. I always think this is before A New Hope. This is after that. So it would have been about 50 years. So he may still be king. It may be his grandson. But I am pretty sure. Because he was the royal. He was a prince. Yeah. So, and that was when the <coughs> Clone Wars episode. You're right. Like, Kit you're right. Fisto. You're right. Kit Fisto. That's good. <laughs> Okay, uh, let's get to uh, Plazier 15 with Jack Black. Did you notice the domes? I'm like, yeah. when we're first getting to it, I'm like, is this what are they? Is this what Mandalore is supposed to look like? That's what I thought too. And you know why? It's in the trailer. The dome cities are in the trailer. And yes. Thought that and I thought it was okay. I thought it was a flashback. Yeah. When I yeah, saw the trailer, I, yeah. I'm like, oh, this is a flashback. I thought that was that whole uh, Plazier 15 thing was just fantastic. And they just went like full CSI Mandalorian. See, the thing that I thought was interesting that they led with Jack Black just saying lines before they showed yeah. him. So I'm sitting yeah. here like, is that really him? And then he starts <laughs> singing Bowser? the song. And then you see him and it's like, oh, that's him. Now I understand why they pushed the Mario movie back. Yeah, and uh, him saying program, the program, the I program, saw the program, <laughs> instead of program. The yeah. Program. You know, okay. <laughs> you know what I actually kind of noticed too? I, the the um this planet mm-hmm. and the whole train thing. It kind of reminded me of like what Disneyland or like Tomorrowland. Should yeah, Tomorrowland. Totally I'm, thought of Tomorrowland. And I was oh, like yeah, looking the, at the, the monorail. Dolly's I'm like, like yeah. monorail. Some weird homage to Disneyland or Tomorrowland. I don't know. It probably was because they said that a lot of stuff like when he first like. You go watch the old stuff with Walt Disney talking about Tomorrowland that it's all you know cars are going to drive yeah. themselves mm-hmm. and everything's going to be done for you and so yeah this was a take on that and so it was kind of cool but it was also that 
whole, these two Mandalorians do not fit in here and yeah. they're going to be the cops. And, you know, it's like, and you got good cop, bad cop. It's totally, it's totally like, you know, freaking law and order. So only CSI. I was like, this is CSI Mandalorians, guys. CSI it is Man. true how they're so like different parts of the universe, you know, like they're kind yeah. of in armor, ready for battle, kind of dirty, right? Uh-huh. But then like, okay, now you're back in like civilization, <laughs> you know, like, yeah. but you're dirty. You're getting the seats of the monorail dirty. Yeah. It was nice because Coruscant is so dark and it's a big city, whereas mm-hmm. uh, and then you've got like the outer rim, which is basically all sand, right? We agree. Everything is sandy. Mm-hmm. There's sand and everything. And uh-huh. then you've got this one, which they're it's bright, colorful, and they let the all, the machines do everything. And so you still like, also kind of got uh, Mandalore right now in just a pit of despair of mm-hmm. destruction right. and just dark as well. Yeah, so it's all these different civilizations and how they cope. So I, I, yeah, I, I think they showed I think they showed Plaza 15 and it almost mirrors of what Mandalore could have been or was mm, before yeah. you know the, the Empire came. Yeah. Yeah. Like or the, the Night of a Thousand Tears. Yeah. Because they had yeah because they had all that. Yeah. Oh yeah I could definitely see that. I just yeah. thought it was funny. They, we got to see Bo, Bo-Katan's strength so we got to see Din Djarin's strength so we got to see how well they work together. Yes. Yeah. Bouncing yeah. off what James said especially since we saw how the forge and stuff is underneath for Mandalore. Yeah. And there's all the different levels yeah. here on Plaza 15. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah so. It was it was super interesting. So back to what you guys were saying. Jack Black and Lizzo? What? I still think yeah, it was right. funny that Din's all like, yeah, Grogu doesn't like anybody and then just immediately hops over to them. Yeah. <laughs> He's so like, true. I like them. They're going to give me whatever I want. She got snackies. Yeah. 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 He's all like, I have food? Yeah. Oh, that whole thing with her and him was just so adorable. And the story she told, like, afterwards, like, she, I guess she did an interview or something. I, I don't know who with, don't source me or anything or at me. But uh, she was saying that her dad really loved Star Wars and they would go and watch them together. And okay. so she Aww. felt so lucky to be able to be in Star yeah. Wars. And she thought her dad would be really proud of her. And I was like, that is so cool. And she, you could just tell that they were just having a blast, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And so I just thought it was great. I thought it was a nice, refreshing. Uh, yes sojourn before everything else so. totally yeah. agree like some kind yeah. of palate cleanser mm-hmm. yes absolutely it was the sorbet yes <laughs> sorbet <laughs> no i did think jack black because <clears throat> he was so over the top mm-hmm. i'm like something's going on here like he uh-huh. like is he gonna flip the switch and just be you know a, a big baddie but no That's the he thing, was... yeah is, is when they were and describing all the machines malfunctioning with yeah just the how jack black was but acting, i oversaw I'm the like, program yeah the program <laughs> He might be the bad guy. I thought that was a big plot twist when it was the head of security, Christopher Lloyd. Yeah, Yeah. that was Well, and then what he said about, he was like, you know, I'm not a, no, I'm not an imperial. And and she goes, you're a separatist. And he's like, why shouldn't I be? And he starts going and he says, and Count Dooku, if he hadn't been the Jedi in fortune, then she just widows his ass. Yeah. Yeah. And then she's like, politics, you know, and I'm just like, Mm -hmm. he was gonna say it. He was gonna say it. It felt, it felt very scary. Scooby Doo. Yeah. Like, <laughs> if it wasn't for the like, you Mandalorians. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But what I really find interesting is, is Christopher <laughs> Lloyd playing a villain both in 
between Star Trek and Star Wars. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Good point. But, you know, he wasn't really villainous. He just didn't like the way things were going. No, he was totally villainous. For for the episode's sake, he is the villain. Yeah, I mean, he and he he played it really well. I thought it was really good. It was was kind of a weird, uh, like, total side quest. Like, even the plot was a little thin. Like, oh, so Mm -hmm. you're separatist and you're just going to start reprogramming droids yeah. for for what you know yeah. like because you think the separatist should have won okay all right okay, it's sure. like you waited this long yeah to let people know that's what you wanted because you waited this long i think it's more like he want he liked or he loved the duchess and he didn't think jack black was jack black's character captain bombier or whatever i don't know what his name bombardier is. bombardier uh he didn't like him mm-hmm. and thought he was gonna be evil and so he did this to split them up and it did work and i think that's what it is so. got it that makes sense that makes sense but that you know was what all I, subtext though that you had to really really watch it for that i mean this was kind of subtext <laughs> too but the, you know what i did like was that the way um they brought back the um what are they called the ugnuts oh, the oh uh-huh. yeah mm-hmm. and the way din jaren like talked to them and like he yeah. knew exactly because working with quill yeah. in the first season yeah, yeah it I, was just, like, I love how he let Bo just do her own thing and then steps in yeah, yeah. it's like good he, he was like, yeah, he was just like, I am Den Jarn, friend of Quill. And you know, it's just sort of that and he was like, I have spoken. And then they all stopped. They're all like, Oh shit. Yeah, like, and then it was like, Oh hey, your machines are malfunctioning. The machines do not malfunction. And he was like, We are not saying that. We just want to find out what's going on. And so we're not saying you're you're at fault. We're just yeah. getting information. Yeah, I just thought it was great. That's what I mean. Like, you could see where their strengths and their weaknesses lie and how they complemented each other. So I thought that was really cool. I they complement each other. They should get married. Bar. Oh, they're going to get married. We've already talked about this. <laughs> they're not going to get married. And y'all are going to dress up for the freaking wedding. That's funny. Uh, you mentioned the droid bar. I totally agree. It was cool. It was a nice yeah. like callback to A New Hope. Mm-hmm. I wanted the I wanted the droid to be like, hey, we don't serve your kind here. I know. I was waiting yeah. for that line. But he never did it. I'm like, oh, that's sad. Yeah, but that All whole right. everybody just stopping yeah. and looking at them, that was that was pretty cool. So, yeah. mm-hmm. I've always thought like, so are, what are they doing with droids in Star Wars? Because it's like, you know, R2 and C-3PO, like they're your buddies. You're meant to love them. Mm-hmm. Do they have emotions? Are they sentient? Because as much as like the audience sees these droids and they're like, oh, that's cute. You know, BB-8, you know, we're supposed to like love them as characters. Like, no. Nope. Nobody in baby. Nobody in the Star Wars universe gives a fuck about droids. You know, no, they're they just do. Like... They do. They. I think certain droids. droids are certain like droids. The, yeah, like R two and like all like the astromech droids that. Yeah. Like R two, R five. You've got Chopper. Uh, they are all treated like pets or family mm-hmm. members or something like that. BB eights treated like that. I mean, Poe's always like, "That's a BB. Hi, BB." You know, so he treats. BB be like a dog like that's his animal and then um in fallen fallen order what was that b4 b2 b the little b guy bd1 oh no that's it yeah yeah okay um he uh i mean they're like best buds so it's like certain ones yes but i think in general but then we get then we get to a scene like this where like nobody cares about droids they're like they're they're Mm -hmm. just there to clean up everything and do everything so i i think it was kind of interesting how the droid question kind of came back into my mind yeah, no, and I, you know, I mean, I think they're all people, so, you know, yeah. I'm pro-droid. Gotcha. All right, let's get to the very end.
end and the whole axe woves slash bokatan fight scene i i really like how they show off um axe woves um, yes. yeah and how he fights like yeah. the whole oh, yeah i whole love the jetpack like the the melee type fighting like hand-to-hand mm-hmm. combat or whatever but like with jetpacks are mm-hmm. <laughs> it's pretty cool and it was interesting i guess we'll get to this in the next one but like his fight scene with uh paz vizla mm-hmm. and, and yeah, paz... yeah them setting up in this episode yeah. to see how he fights yeah. for that yeah. next fight to take place yeah yeah and i you know it was so funny because this season just overall i've been like oh you know what this them finding me them going to mandalore it's going to be this huge thing and it's going to mm-hmm. be you know it's like this whole thing and i'm like it's going to take a whole season and it's like first or second freaking episode is it's got like um it's got like a he goes to mandalore and finds stuff and i'm like oh this is gonna take all freaking season and like two right. episodes in you're already on mandalore right you're already talking to book of tanner so you're I'm in the water was, you're, you're yeah, going skinny dipping right already now you're not an athlete but it's or not athlete you're not sean anyway uh <laughs> i don't remember that word the um but yeah so and i just thought that was kind of cool and then you get this episode and it's like well that fight takes what two minutes so of mm-hmm. course they're gonna have to have a side quest or something because all this stuff that i'm thinking this is going to be epic it's going to take forever it takes like you know a snap yeah exactly <laughs> the next episode is there yeah yeah, yeah i know so, like, so i i know we're not talking about seven this one this week but i just do want to mention i love the fact of mandalorian pirate yeah oh yeah. that's yeah, the yeah. huge vibe i got oh in the beginning yeah absolutely when, well when do you want to back to mandalore do you guys want to jump into seven because i feel well, like do we want to rate do, you, do we just want to rate both of them yeah, yeah. or do we want well to... okay let's let's rate um just quick let's rate six real quick okay so Cam, what did you, what you guys think of six i'm gonna give it uh nine bowsers <laughs> out of ten klingons ah yeah you yeah. Yeah. How about you, Frey? All right. I am going to give this eight astromech droids, specifically Chopper, just because I love Chopper. Yeah. uh, Out of 10, Lizzo being the Duchess. <laughs> all right all right that's pretty good i'll give this um it was fun i wanted to not like it like you know mm-hmm. i'm like mm-hmm. where's the story that we're going for but then it was fun little side quest so i want to give this eight um uh droids trying to kill people to um 10 r5d fours because he gets all the respect in the world right, yeah. or he whatever he did for the rebellion and then just like kicking the crap out of those battle droids that was hilarious yeah uh, it's just like <laughs> yeah just kick. And she's like, what? Would you stop? stop? I also think that. that but that's a good point. Be... Like, you remember the flashbacks? Yeah. It's the battle droids that were after him. Yeah. So he was True. like, I'm about this. Let's do this. Yeah. But um, I also think we're not. This isn't the last time we see Fazar 15. I think. No. It's going to be probably be in Skeleton Crew. So we may see Jack Black and Lizzo in Skeleton Crew. Oh, that's a that's a good side or quest. Or could predict. be in the upcoming yeah. movies. Could be in the movies. It could be. I just think it's going to be in some of the series. So I think that they're they're planting okay. this because I think they've been doing it all season. They've been planting mm. certain things. They've been planting Thrawn. They've been planting, you know, they've been planting all this stuff so that, um, so that, yeah, so they, they're promoting Ahsoka. They're promoting Skeleton Crew. They're yeah. promoting all this stuff that's coming up. I don't 
think it'll be the Acolyte because that takes place in a totally different time. But you know what I mean? So Yeah. By the way, the whole um, double meaning of the title, Guns for Hire, yeah. of course, Bo and Din were Guns mm. for Hire, but also yeah. the Guns for Hire, all the other Mandalorians, all the other yeah. ex whatever yep. they were. Were they Death Watch? No, I don't know. Night Owls. Oh. Night Owls. Night Owls. All of them that took over the fleet, they're right, all yeah. Guns for Hire. Yeah, that fight scene was awesome. I was so happy to see them actually use the, uh, I was going to say backpacks. Jetpacks. 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 The backpacks. You know, the backpacks. The backpack fight. The portable yeah. high ground. <laughs> okay, let's let's get into uh, seven. We'll, we'll keep this going. Um, Mandalorian season. Me, I was, was going to say, what? I can do it if you want me to. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Okay. Uh, the Mandalorian season three, episode seven, called Spies, delivers one of the show's most story-intensive episodes to date. It opens with Katie Sackhoff's Bo-Katan Kree successfully uniting the different groups of the Mandalorians, leading them on a mission to retake Mandalore. So initial thoughts on this. So my with, initial thoughts, go ahead. With then giving the saber how he did, yeah. I thought it was interesting. And I thought it what? was a really good strategy move. I, yeah, I... <sighs> I liked the uh, theory behind it, but all felt like a cop-out. Yeah. I mean, it, it was kind I... of a cop-out, but like, it was interesting the logic that they put behind it. Yeah. It's one of those, you know, I got defeated, but he never, he didn't use it. So I don't know if they would consider that, but she did defeat him. So technically she, you know, technically yeah. she is the wielder, but I think the reason he kept it like that is because he didn't know if he'd trust her yet. Yeah. And so all of these adventures that they've been having had shown him who she really is and then that and he was like look I don't care about this weird silly Jedi blade thing mm -hmm. anyway so you can have it he's yeah. been trying to give it to her since he got it so it's yeah. not like well, that's plus the new. fact that the armorer trusts Bo mm -hmm. yeah, and, and later then really the... trusts the armorer yeah. and later in the season he's like I dedicate myself to you yeah later in this episode he's just like I'm not yeah. gonna put a ring on your finger but you know I dedicate <laughs> no, myself to you he loves her and she now loves him I'm but sorry I, but it's just I felt I felt like they were setting up a you know the tension between the two a confrontation mm -hmm. that's going to happen like that's mm -hmm. going to be part of the the climax of this season yeah. and we didn't get it because it was like well the technical thing is you know uh, I lost to this dude but this dude you know lost to her and she used it so it's hers right <laughs> it's like, yeah. well I think it he can he, I see the replay <laughs> right he could have done it immediately but he didn't and so I mm -hmm. think he's been thinking about it and he's been going over in his head do I trust her enough to do that is she going to be a good leader would she lead Mandalore well because I mean it's a big responsibility to him and we know right. he doesn't take his responsibilities lightly uh, but I do mm -hmm. think that he <clears throat> he wanted her to be accepted into the way and he started seeing that she was accepting all of this and he saw what a commander she was and a mm -hmm. leader that she was And but he also saw her she confides in him and trusts him as well and she you know she even confided in him and she was like look I don't know if I can lead these people even with this sword you know she's like I don't know and so yeah. he's he's like her bit her mo her closest friend right now her closest mm -hmm. confidant yeah and I think that's really important to her and I think it's important to him too because he has to think about he's trying to keep uh Grogu safe but he's also trying to teach him the way and yeah. having Bo help with that as well which of course will lead to their marriage but that's a totally different subject <laughs> 
that. Um, and, and he trusts her with yes, Grogu. He, he trusts mm-hmm. her. I mean, you saw like when they come in to Mandalore in this, uh, and you know, Grogu's sitting in her lap. He's in her lap. I mean, yeah. it was like, yeah, as, as she's she piloting the ship. <laughs> yeah. And so I was like, hey, he used to only do that for Den. And so he's doing it for her now, too. So you see that not only does Den trust her, but so does Grogu. Oh, damn it. They're going to get married. I can't. I don't have an argument <laughs> against it. I think Pele Moto may be a little heartbroken, but uh, Pele Moto is going to be the maid of honor, and then <laughs> and she's going to be the auntie. Come oh on. my goodness, that's true. That's true. <laughs> Shall we talk about Grogu's upgrade? That, this oh episode? my god, that was so good, and just that no. whole thing. Oh no, my gosh. no. <laughs> yeah. I like when it was like, yes, 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 yes. Yeah. Like, well, oh after they god. leave and he gets the suit. Yeah. I thought it was, was interesting hilarious. because you know throughout this season we we're like. Like, are we going to hear Grogu speak? And like, Filoni has been like, well, yeah, I think yeah, you talk. may, you might get yeah. there. We may get, get there. a word or two. I yeah. Well, exactly we've already got him almost speaking. Yeah. He's like, Rah! and that's it. But, yeah. but no, no, no. Yes. Yes. No. And it's, yes. And it's Taika Waititi's voice. Yeah. So good. Because so it's IG 12 now. Yeah. I just thought that was great. And then, oh yeah. It's just, you know, <clears throat> the whole thing of the, well, uh, yeah, no, he, no, he doesn't need that. No. And he's all, uh, yeah, I do. I was like, no, give it back. No, and then they. Just, I just thought it's the it's your kid when he's going down the aisle at a supermarket, going, "I want this, I want this, I want this." I want you know what this stuff. reminded me of? It reminded me of um, a teenage Groot. You know? Oh yes, um, yeah. Like yes. a little bit uh, of like he's mm-hmm. angsty, he's yeah. but he can like do things now. You know, it's like it was like such a teenage Groot moment. He's like, "No, don't do it. Hey, come back here." You know, like, Groot. <laughs> come back. Can we technically speaking say this is the 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 start of? Grogu's Mandalorian suit. Maybe. I have a that feeling the armor is going to upgrade all the metal of this of the IG suit to Beskar. Oh my, and that's that a lot. That will Beskar. be Grogu's Mandalorian suit. That might that would funny. I I didn't even think of that, but yeah. So maybe because he's already got the big pendant. That's true. He does. Um. No, I mean they could they could outfit it. I mean because yeah, but I I think the IGs were made pretty tough anyway, which is why yeah. they wanted him to have that. So I think that'll be cool i yeah, wonder but, if they're gonna give him uh like a jetpack yeah that he can would be cool. that'd be a good he can use more. the force and fly around he don't need a jet yeah he's pack. got he's got his amazing force jumps yeah but that's just him not that whole heavy thing now i know you're gonna say well yoda says it doesn't matter how big it's but okay we're, we're getting too deep into the cute stuff let's get okay, into the dark right. stuff let's go into the mandalorian pirates yeah. well no Sha- we no shadow council yeah okay shadow council. We gotta do that first. and what do you guys thing. think of that I yeah i like it so was cool. Yes. We got some answers, right? Because mm-hmm. we never yeah. knew who Elijah Kane was working for. Of course, it ended up being who we thought it would, it would be. Yeah. I did like yeah. the, uh, uh, I did, I did like the uh, probe droid or whatever the, the thing that we saw in um, yeah. Empire Strikes Back, you know? Uh-huh. Yeah. Coming yeah. through the shit. And then the scan ant. I, th- I thought that was cool. Um, and so I just Gideon's realized back. this, you know, the troop, like the, the uh, TIE fighters and stuff that we saw on yeah. mm-hmm. uh, Bo-Tan's homeworld. Oh, yeah. Or where she was living. Yeah. They came from Mandalore. I just realized yeah. it. It just popped into my head. Oh, they yeah. Because <laughs> I was like, that's Thrawn's fleet. That's totally Thrawn. I was totally wrong about that. It was totally Moth Gideon. Yep. They were a moon away. Literally yeah. a moon away. No wonder. No wonder they didn't need a big ship or anything like that. Yeah. Nobody came out of hyperspace. It was right there. Mm-hmm. 
because TIE fighters don't have hyperdrives. So yeah. Boom. Yeah. Wow, that's I don't know why I didn't think about that earlier too. Yeah. yeah that's crazy. Like as soon as I, I saw it and I was like, oh, okay, they've got those. And it didn't even like click in until just now. So it's because so much crap's gone on. This just this season has just been chock yeah. full of stuff. And and the whole thing with oh, there's uh best car metal in the yeah. in this embedded in the wall of this, you know, mm-hmm. Imperial shuttle. But now we you know. know why. Now we know why. Yeah. It's yeah. yeah. so lots of my question is okay so we we know gideon's back we know the um his troopers his whatever we call them best car troopers whatever his new version of the mando troopers mando troopers troopers. his his upgraded dark troopers have best car armor yeah he was also on mandalore but while he's there he's also got a cloning facility on mandalore Mm -hmm. so two questions who who is he cloning and who is in the suits i don't think he was cloning what i think he was no. doing was taking genetic material from the Mandalorians and that's who were in those things and he was put and he found a way to splice it into the recruits that he had to make them stronger and more resistant and that he was what he was trying to do with Rogu was get the force sensitivity so they had the reflexes that the Jedis had so that would mm. make them unstoppable because oh, he said I just watched the last part of this for the show because I, mm. I I wanted to see some things i i kind of have a theory a, i have a prediction oh yeah i have a, always have a theory but <laughs> i um I pre- like my prediction for who the spies are who the mandalorian spies are so um but yeah so when i watched it again that's what i was like no that i mean yeah that's exactly what he was doing he was taking a little bit of everything he said he was taking the best parts of, of everyone yeah and he I think, said that yeah. i was i was thinking like is he um is this the palpatine is this the necromancer thing is he doing his own version of of palpatine yeah. oh I yeah Probably. I think he wants to take Ron on for heir of the Empire. Yes, because he is not a Thrawn fan. No, yeah. he is not a fan of Thrawn. So I, I think was like, if he could have called him a boo douchebag, he would have it. Mm-hmm. That's what I was thinking because, like, he doesn't seem like he likes Thrawn or wants mm-hmm. Thrawn in power. I think he may be trying to clone the Emperor to be like, we don't need Thrawn. The Emperor, we have the Emperor. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. uh, maybe. Thrawn, I just go back to the you know more of fire. Like, he wants an army that is unbeatable and then it won't matter if the emperor comes back or not okay so let's go with that so if now is he cloning like troops like is it do we have tomorrow morrison in there it's that, more the... it's more gene splicing than yeah. okay. it's cloning it's just okay. adding almost adding mutations to people May, okay 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 and that's My... why yeah wait are we getting would... x-men in in star wars yes. <laughs> is it sinister exactly. is moff gideon mr sinister moff gideon is evil charles xavier i I was also thinking that okay it, maybe he's cloning palpatine maybe mm-hmm. he's making clone troopers for his for his mm-hmm. little new um dark trooper yeah. thing mm-hmm. well it was but, weird that he asked for the praetorian guards uh, yeah mm, see that yeah. was weird too so i'm right? wondering if he's not gonna try to get something from them from like genes from them too so I, that's i that's ended what I thought, but i don't know why they would do it so that as like, i was that's my as, why as i was spiraling with my like who's he cloning my i kind of ended up with like maybe he's cloning himself maybe he has versions yeah. of himself yeah. that he's improving and putting into those best cards yeah the dark yeah. Trooper, the new dark trooper you know whatever so what they could, um, yeah they could be clones of him mm-hmm. with the enhancement oh so yeah, what do you guys think a, of the what did you guys think of the um shadow council because this is kind of a big deal right like for the uh mm-hmm. um extended universe or expanded universe and the sequels because it had hucks in it it had his dad in it oh yeah yeah and so 
the guy that played his dad was his brother, Brian. Yeah, that was his that was younger brother. Yeah, younger brother, Brian, who was the same age he was when he did Hux. the the Hucks. So oh, that's interesting. That's they all cool. got like a huge kick out of it. So, okay, guys. All right, Lisa. But speaking of him, he's connected to Project Necromancer. Yes. So is that the cloning yes. of Palpatine thing? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's where Snoke comes from and Palpatine. Yeah. Right. And the, and the, and uh, um, Gideon was like, oh, we don't have Pershing. Sorry, all yeah, his we work don't clone. lost. We don't know. Whatever. So what is he keeping secret with these clones? I feel like he's building his his own clone army separate from everybody else, mm-hmm. so he could take over and, yeah. and be. You know, I don't need the Shadow yeah. Council. I think he. Yeah, he wants to take over the Shadow Council, and if they're not willing to back him then he's just gonna get rid force of all it, of take them take it by force yeah and then he's gonna go head to head with Thrawn I think that's what he's trying to do uh huh it'll be Thrano e Gideon <laughs> <laughs> No, but I just honestly, I think that that's really where we're going. Now, I think that's where we're going. I wouldn't have said that a few episodes ago because mm-hmm. we didn't have as many pieces as we do now. But I do think that's... And now I see that maybe they're going to go with a movie. Mm, the maybe. Dave Filoni movie. You're going to have Thrawn versus Gideon and everybody else is caught in the middle. Okay. Oh, good point. Good point. Yeah. Well, I know one person who's not going to be caught in the middle. Ooh. Sorry, Paz. Yeah. <coughs> Wait, Rest before we... Peace, Paz rest and pause before we get to before we get to pause (laughs) was it a little odd like it felt like a a setup that nobody was was cluing in on like um shouldn't you know where the forge is because a bunch of you lived on mandalore back in the day well it's kind of like you know if you lived somewhere when you were a kid and then you come back like i don't know much later and all of the mark like all the markers everything's changed you knew has changed everything's glass yeah it's everything's green glass and yeah yeah. okay so i can see where they would know where it was underground because everything was so desperate. it just it felt weird i'm like huh okay we're just going on this trip and then we find three more mandalorians that are just sailing the seas of yeah. mandal of green glass you know i'm like yeah kind of sus isn't it yeah you're super sus it's totally sus you're you're Almost super like sus dude spies yeah, mm-hmm. yeah that's see, what I think the spies are. I don't think it's armor at all. So we, no. so we talked about that. Like, there's always like these weird dual meanings to mm-hmm. the titles. So spies yeah. easily could be how it started with Elia Kane, right? Mm-hmm. Moff Gideon. Well, she's a single spy. So yeah, then, exactly. And he One does spy. Say spies in the meeting with the Shadow Council. So there, we know there's multiple. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like who? So you think it's these um, Yachtis, these Yachty Mandalorians sailing yeah. the high seas? Yeah, I do. I think it is. I think because we know. Gideon Gideon was down there for a long time. Yeah. He didn't just put that base up in like the last couple of episodes. He has been there <laughs> the whole time. And so he, I think because he's experimenting on these Mandalorians, I think he caught a lot of them, right? That state mm-hmm. that were there instead of just decimating them, he caught a lot of them and he was uh, taking, you know, using them for gene splicing and experiments. And these three had been locked up and uh, managed to survive so far. And so they, he said, look, you bring them to me i'll set you guys free or you can have a place in in the new world something mm-hmm. like that and they don't have any kind of love for bo katan because they think that you know she is who cursed them right yeah so, that's a good point yeah yeah so then they have that they have the food they you know 
And she said, you know, she says, no, I did surrender. And he still did it. He didn't, he did not keep his word. So then those guys are like, oh crap, he's not going to keep his word to us. He got played. So, mm-hmm. Right. But he's like, but we already told him we'd take him to the forge. So we have, but we don't to want to now. double cross Gideon because Gideon will come after us. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Though, and you so know, I, like, I, I, that's I, why I think it's them, but I think they had a chamber. But too. I mean, look at Axe Woves, you know, yeah, I he's, think that was a true. red herring. And I think the armorer was a red herring. Well, yeah. conveniently yeah. taken out of the picture just so cam cam kind of mentioned it earlier like he's he's kind of a, a pirate right he's mm-hmm. he's just kind of sailing the seas and and he whoever pays him pays him thought. right yeah he was the first one i was like no no yeah that absolutely but now because yeah, like, you know. they were there for themselves no one else yeah yeah and if he knew if he knew gideon was there and actually yeah, he stole he, the fleet from gideon right he stole it with bo katan and then took the fleet from from bo katan i just don't see him having any there's no reason for him to get into bed with Gideon. Yeah, he hated him for so long. So either he was the spy from the very beginning, since before the Night of a Thousand or Night of a Thousand Tears. Yeah, or he, or he's, you know, it would be weird why his reason is. I thought I had it with Axe Wolves. I, you know, I was right there with you until I was like, because I was like, why would he? I really thought about it, and I was like, why would he help Bo-Katan get all the fleet and then take the fleet from her? Why wouldn't he just go? right to Gideon if that were the case because mm-hmm. he has most of the Mandalorians. That's true. That's true. Okay, you mentioned Gideon. Now he's in full Beskar because didn't, didn't he have a yeah. chest plate before that was Beskar? Yeah. yeah, he had some. I think when we saw him when he was fighting with Din Djarin. Now he's got this helmet mm-hmm. and did you notice the helmet had horns? Mm-hmm. Yes, it was very Death Watch. What's very up with that? Yeah, like mm-hmm. especially with the, with the black and the red it looked very, mm-hmm. you know, mall-ish. Yeah. Do you think there's a weird connection there? Probably. Well, so a lot of people are saying that's why they think it's the armor is because uh-huh. she's got the horns on her helmet oh. and he's got, uh-huh. and then she was gone. She, you know, oh no, let me take these, these wounded. And see, they had wounded mm-hmm. again, back to my theory about it being the, the, the piratey guys, the piratey Mandalorians, because mm. <laughs> they had all this wounded, but there was, you know, nothing around or anything. So it's like, how did they get wounded? Nobody asked how they got wounded. Nobody asked what they fought. No, you know, yeah. I mean, there was none of that. So I'm just like, hmm. hmm. Oh, I didn't even think about that. Now, yeah, because that's she wouldn't smart. have, she wouldn't have had that like foreknowledge, so she would have had to go in with him if she was the spy, right? So yeah, that's a really good point. So, so speaking, why of are you pirate- so smart? <laughs> <laughs> speaking of the, uh, I just about sailors <laughs> of Mandalore. Yeah. Let's talk about that uh, axe uh, pass fight. Oh yeah. That we kind of talked about in episode six. Uh, yes. Yes. That was I just good. I love how it showed the two different styles of fighting. Yeah. And it, and it and almost showed primitive so pejorative. <laughs> it mm-hmm. was like primitive. Look at this primitive. And I was just like, oh, no, he did it. Well, it, you know, it's interesting because it's like Paz, right? He's just big, bulky, like, let me use my fists. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like, um, it showed how uh, trained Axe Woves and, and Bo-Katan are with being a Mandalorian and fighting as mm-hmm. a Mandalorian. Battle-hardened. Exactly, you know? So, it to me, it felt like Paz was completely outmatched. Like, what is going on? He's, he's got a jetpack and he's, like, using it like that? Like, yeah. it felt like Paz was, was kind of in, in the wrong, wrong arena. 
so to speak. But, but I love how his own too. It's just I, I love how Den and Bo said they couldn't step in. Yeah, because of of, of taking sides. Then you have Grogu, this up and coming Mandalorian, but more of the way of the Jedi. Yeah, stepping in, Jedi being the peacekeepers of the galaxy, yeah. mm-hmm. and not it, really even like um getting into the political political part. You know, Grogu was just like, hey, we're all on the same side. We shouldn't fight, guys. Like, yeah, no, let's yeah. not fight. Don't you remember what mommy said? Um, remember how cute I am? Look at me. Look at me. No, He's all no, like, mom no. and dad <laughs> says they can't step in. I'll step in. Yeah, but so here's the thing. So Bo, Din goes to Bo and he says, D- should I step in? Mm-hmm. And she says, unfortunately, no, no one can. And so it's it's the tradition. They're like, hey, these are the traditions. And, and Din, I yeah. feel like, is still learning all of that. He's mm-hmm. learning the more of the societal Mandalorian stuff, which he didn't know because it was all it was yes. it was about survival and not yes. a society. I, so think, I think that's what we've learned this season is Din doesn't know how to behave in society. <laughs> well, I think I think Paz is the same way. Yeah, they right? don't know. It's 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 survivors. You yeah, know? They the all children of the watch, the mm-hmm. children of the watch, don't know how to be Mandalorian. So I think right. Bo and everybody else is going to teach them how to be Mandalorian because I think you know the armor only taught them the the structure, but like the experience of being a Mandalorian, I think that's where Bo and everybody else comes into play. Well, yeah, the armor the children taught them the, the way. And, yeah, exactly. And there's more to Mandalorians and more to Mandalorian society than just the way. The way is almost their, it's their creed. I mean, that's what it is. Mm-hmm. It's their creed. So it's just kind of what they live by, but it's not how society functions. And he's starting to see that. So it's kind of like learning a new language and you know mm-hmm. all of the structure and the basics, but then you talk to somebody that <laughs> knows that language and yeah. you're like, I don't know any of those words. What the heck? But you know, the so, way, the way also let them into a trap. Like, yes. yeah. didn't did they not like look around like, hey, we're we're in these like uh mines and everything's rocked, and all of a sudden it looks like we're in the Death Star. Like, yeah, it was like <laughs> yeah. nobody uh, stopped to look around. Like, yeah, did the scenery as, change? As soon as I saw that first thing, I was like, uh, guys, I'm pretty. Well, no, actually, when they said, oh no, they're retreating. If let's advance, I was like, this is a trap. It's yeah, mm-hmm. that's a trap. trap. And so, and then they're like, let's go. And I was like, uh, hello, Miss. I know strategy. What the hell? You know. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. But all I can think is that they didn't know who they were. They wanted to go ahead and take care of them because they're on their home planet. So it was like, yeah. you know, we've got to go and we got it. These are the first invaders and we're going to get them. You know, So they walked the trap. And they didn't want them to get away kind of thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dude, that a trap. Lot. Yeah, that trap. That, was... that, we learned a lot, saw a lot. And then all of a sudden the trap happened. We're like, oh, no yeah. way. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. Did see... and I, I did not expect. I was like, are we going to get Gideon in the season at all? You know, I was like, oh, gosh, you know, it's getting kind of late. I mean, I know we just, you know, found that thing. And so I was like, well, maybe we won't see him until next season. So seeing him now, I was like, oh, this is great. And then I was like, oh, no, this is not good at all. The Mandalorians are not okay. <laughs> was like, right. It's not good. So, mm-hmm. so they get trapped. Poor Din. He gets roped around a lot these days. Um, he was the Luke of this. He yes. went in guns blazing. Wanted, first one through all the gates and everything and got himself caught. And he's going to yep. get himself mind played. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Ugh. Or Paz. Uh, or Paz. And, you know, they did it so perfect. Because they did. at first we were like, oh, no. Oh, Paz is all up in everybody's business. And then he got it. Then he started respecting Din and Bo because of his 
son, Ragnar. Mm, oh right. my God, Ragnar is just going to be beside himself when yeah, he finds yeah. out about all this. Oh. And then, and then he, you know, he's like, "What's going on?" You know, he's been that guy that's like, "No, what are we going to do?" And then he's like, "No, we're going to go and we're going to do this." And he's like, totally in a hundred and ten percent. And then he winds up saving Bo-Katan, who he has been told for years is right. a curse on the people. You know, and so mm-hmm. it was such a good story arc for him. And I really wish that it could have just lasted. I feel yeah. so bad for him oh, and horrible. Ragnar, you know, but yeah. still. Well, and then, you know, but to have the Praetorian guards be the ones that take him down, like he eats those guys off the cliff and everything up oh, is yeah. perfect. And, then, <laughs> like, and you're like, hey. oh, yay, he's going to be fine. And then you see the Praetorian guards, you're like, well, somebody dig a grave. You know yep. what I mean? It's... Yeah, the well, guards just landed. I'm like, oh, I'm yeah. just going to throw no. it out there. I'm going to throw it out there. Yes, he got shot. Yes, he got stabbed. Do you think he's like dead? dead yeah are we yes gonna... but i think moff gideon is going to <laughs> splice his dna there you go i was gonna say it's kind of like princess bride but evil because you know it's like mostly <laughs> dead he's mostly dead you know it's like as you wish right this but yeah I, th- I think he, he's dead he's dead but love. gideon's going to use that big bulk yeah yeah i don't know yeah. but DNA. i mean see that see it's weird though like because mandalorians are just he's going to be frankenstein the there's not like um i mean anything we know about them is like the neat they're they're just people right yeah. it's not about yeah. their dna but they're hardier they have more resistances to things they because of yeah. how they no really honestly like in all the games and everything they have multiple resistances they're resistant to a lot of poisons and all sorts mm-hmm. of things and uh so it really like if they keep with that then i could see where they would be hardier stock to clone um and i mean Django was a founder so he did know the Mandalorian way. So the, yeah. the Kaminoans did want the Kaminoans. Kaminoans, yeah. yeah. Uh, they were on the right track to get a hearty stock. They just thought he was full blood Mandalorian wasn't. And mm-hmm. so that's why. Oh my God, I'm so, I'm so like. like. So that could lead back to Bad Batch because you got to think about like with Bad yet. Batch, mm. you had Omega and they, they're doing the same thing where they're looking at the clones and trying to repurpose them. Uh, but Gideon could have gotten their work and continued mm-hmm. it oh I didn't think of that. yeah so i mean it could just all tie in together that was right off the top of my head i did not know i was so talk about that. that that being said <laughs> what do you guys think is going to happen next we're at the finale <sighs> Only eight episodes. I know. Cam, do you have any predictions for? Honestly, I know Frey yeah. does, so you better come with one. I I am at a loss. I have this episode took me by shock. Yeah, this was a, a very shocking episode. You're totally this, right. This episode yeah. really did a 180. Uh huh. On, on this, so I they could go a number of ways. I, it I answered have a no... lot of questions, but it asked a lot of questions too. Yes. <laughs> so it was like it, it answered where Moth was, but now we've got more. Or questions about him. Give me one prediction then. I, I really think Paz is going to be Frankensteined up okay. and, and thrown in because just even just a let alone just the size of him having that size of a uh, you know clone coming at you yeah. is empowering and intimidating. I yeah, can see that a Tate Fletcher coming yeah. at you. Okay, Frey, what without do you think? The, without the uh, helmet on. Uh, <laughs> 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 All right, so here's here's the thing. I think we're gonna see that the pirates are the spies. We're gonna mm-hmm. find out 
out, find that out. They're going to confess and say that they're with Bo-Katan though now. Um, the armor will have already returned back and Axe Wolves will be with her and then she'll send them off to help with the fleet and then they're going to go back go back with Dick. I think this is kind of how it's going to set up. I think Den might get mind played and uh, Gideon's going to try to turn him against Bo-Katan and Grogu. Ooh. So do you think this is a Empire Strikes Back like you know everybody we're not going to win this round and end on a good note you think i think they'll save den i think he'll leave den there and put den in as an actual like mole spy with the mind player and we'll know but they won't know and they'll think they defeat that they defeated marketing or he'll leave and so he can continue building up his army there they will get away somehow but that net that everyone will be left with a did he really turn den or did he not and that that'll be how we start it next season oh my goodness <laughs> you asked for my prediction because <laughs> huh. they'll I... leave it on finger and maybe we'll get some stuff in book of boba fett they do set have we so real quick i'm just trying to think how season one and season two ended did we end on cliffhangers i think for we ended book we no not for that we we ended on uh luke taking um grogu and bo katan not want not wanting the sword yeah yeah okay all right i'm just thinking like is this something felony would do It'd leave us on a cliffhanger you know Me, what i mean I like no he's done it he did it in rebels there was a cliffhanger. right and there was one in uh or or an open storyline opened in uh bad batch mm -hmm. season two at the very yeah. end yeah not everything was tied up in a little bow yeah a little bow katan <laughs> I so. think so. I think I don't know how this is going to happen, but mm -hmm. if there gets to be a battle with the fleet versus the TIE fighters versus, you know, Moff Gideon for whatever reason is going to happen, I think they're going to uh, demolish like a good portion of the fleet and it's just going to be them on the run. And I think who saves the day is the um, Captain Teva. Captain Teva. Oh, yeah. The, mm. the Rangers. Oh, yeah. I think cool. he's going to rally the Rangers. Yeah, rally the Rangers to come help the Mandalorians. Yeah. And then they're going to be like Gideon's alive here's Gideon what oh my gosh you know it's going to be that where they like yeah. um this is like how they rally the troops and this is how we start the um the resistance where it's yeah. like hey the the senate and the you know republic is stuck the new republic's doing you know whatever the new republic does you know mm -hmm. politically but like we have to build something so this is where like Leia's like we have to build the resistance mm -hmm. yeah so then they get yeah I could see where this starts that yeah 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 so instead of like getting the story of like how the first order starts I think we're going to get the story of how the resistance started. Yeah, we might see the parallel stories with that because they could, they'll do more in Ahsoka because uh, the guy, Xander Berkeley, who uh, was in the Shadow Council, his, uh, what is he, who does he play? Gilead, somebody? Yeah, had it. Um, the guy from Rebels, you know, yes. the little Weasley guy from Rebels, him. Um, but he plays him and he's talking about Thrawn in this episode. So I think that like Ahsoka will come out and that's where we'll get the first order part of it and this one will focus on the resistance part of it or okay. they'll continue with that rangers of the new republic or whatever they were mm -hmm, mm -hmm. just in a different format that's what i Gil <laughs> gilid Pel pelion hey, yeah Pel pelion i think that yeah i think that's right pelion 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 like bike the, he's a bike like peloton yeah peloton we're bike call him we're gonna call him gil peloton he's gil peloton oh my gosh it's in a matter of hours <laughs> i know right yeah so i think we've beaten this horse almost to death so shall we Rate? Yeah, let's rate. Rate it. Go for it. Rate Cam, it. start it off. Okay, I wanted to do <coughs> nine and a half. 
um, IG12 Grogu saying yes and no's <laughs> out of 10 Paz's dead body just laying there at the end. Wow. Jesus. <laughs> That went dark. <laughs> Quickly. Yes. What do you think, Frey? I'm going to say 10. 10 out of 10. The huh? cute little, the 10 cute little of those Kaiju and, and Kylosaurus things that got him into the, where the forge is supposed to be out of, you know, those things, the thing that attacked the ship. 10 of those. Oh, okay. Out of okay. 10 Paz Vizsla yeeting the troopers <laughs> off the cliff. Oh, that was cool. <laughs> I mean, it was like I just launching yeet, people off. Yeet, and I'm like, okay, yeet. James, you better include Paz in yours somehow. <laughs> but I can't think i'm like hey you got jetpacks yeah. do something you know <laughs> mm -hmm. like, no they spent all their fuel <laughs> i know right they're all, I will all their tanks running empty come on <laughs> I will give this uh, nine Praetorian guards oh, good out of um, ten new uh, Moff Gideon Beskar armor cosplays because you know those are coming. Oh yeah, they're coming. Oh yeah. Yes. Jeez. Yes. Yes. Oh. That would be fantastic. <laughs> so, so I mean, pretty good. I think that's good. No, I thought it was a really good episode. I think it's probably my favorite one of the season so far because it just had so much. Yeah, there was mm -hmm. a lot. There was a lot. There was a lot in it, and it was just like so much, and you were like, wait, <coughs> it says the spies what who's the yeah. spy who's the spy are you the spy you're the spy i you still know, think so. i still i'm looking at axe woes and maybe i don't know anyway hey no you know what one of us will be correct there you go that's how you know we did it one of us will be correct distance nerding This was a production of the Distance Nerding Podcast and Time for Tacos Media. For more content, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, and TikTok, all at Distance Nerding. If you enjoy our content, please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks, and keep nerding together.